Hey everybody, how's it going? Austin here. Uh, today's episode's kind of unique in that we didn't record it where we normally do with all of our laptops and, and, and equipment kind of set up in a controlled environment. Actually, we, we decided that we would take our um, portable recorder and, and a couple of microphones and shove them in a backpack and go on kind of a, an urban hike uh, down to the Renwick Gallery to check out the new Burning Man exhibit. Uh, there is, it was interesting in that there's, we captured a lot of really great audio, a lot of candid audio, just talking about, uh, what's going on with us, things we're, we're trying, telling some old stories, but, uh, there's also some kind of audio hiccups. You actually hear in the first 20, in the, in the, in the beginning that we actually lost the first 20 minutes of audio because I forgot to turn on one of the microphones, but we figured it out. Uh, the hike was, was really just good kind of break to get us out of the um kind of the more sterile environment just recording in a studio um and then even even though the episode itself the majority of it is the uh the kind of the hike and just like general conversation the the last part of the episode if you if you kind of stayed to the end the last part of the episode is kind of a cool recording of the soundscapes in the Renwick itself where we got a kind of like move between the lobby areas where a lot of people are talking into these different exhibits where there's different sounds going on, different ephemeral exhibits being um, put on display from the, from the Burning Man festival that happens uh, out in Salt Lake City every year. But uh, yeah, so stick around to the end and you'll get a chance to hear uh, a lot of that of interesting sounds going on at the gallery itself and uh yeah so enjoy okay good all right they're they're both synced now <laughs> man Sorry about that. That was, that was my phone. I can't believe I didn't have it on. I feel I so it. dumb. Here, if we, if we zip it down the side. Oh yeah, you do your thing. Whatever. And it, then it'll hold the zipper a little bit better. Okay. I, I think this is. I think it's going pretty good. Yeah. That, this, is, this is. This is. This is a lot less like invasive than I think we originally thought. Yeah, I thought like I thought. People will be like, what are those idiots doing? But yeah. in reality, it's fine. Okay, here's Joan. We missed her on our last recording. She looks very young. She was only 16 at the time. Well, we could, we could, we could do like if, um, if, uh, hey, how's it going? We could, we could do <laughs> an intro and just say, all right, so for the first like 20 minutes that we're on this hike, we're, you're just going to hear Ken. Yeah. So just make up. Do you hear me, me talking to a ghost? Yeah. And yeah. We can like patch you in. <laughs> Oh, clearly so talking in the studio that's so ridiculous oh i'm such a I'm such a fool all right so um, we're going the, so we're now i guess we can start want to go this way yeah all right so we're going to the renwick we're on our way walking down 16th to see the burning man exhibit is it open today it told I, I, it's saturday okay it should be open every day except for sunday all right and as long as we get down there before uh say four o'clock so it closes at, it closes at five so as long as we kind of... Oh, well, we can just kind of make our way in that, di- that direction. If we want to stop, we'll stop. If we don't, we don't. Yeah. You never know. I thought it could be fun to stop at least once along the way. I think so. I think yeah. so. All right. This is like... like I, I like this idea of having this destination. 
Yeah, you have a general direction. Yeah, but we're not. We're, this isn't planned. It helps that it's downhill. Yes, that's that's literally the best part. Downhill is my favorite part about going to work every day. Yeah, I mean, especially because I'm riding my bike now every day too. I'm riding my bike every morning. Like the ride back, I'm actually getting pretty good at. The first couple times it was tough, especially when it was colder. But now, I'm good. Yeah, you picked a really rough time to kind of start going on that that Dude. kind of commuting excursion. I love biking now. That I feel like I'm in better shape. I like played my first soccer game the other night. Uh huh. And like since the fall and like I, I didn't get tired at all and I was like I feel like exercising every day even if it's just on a bike helps a lot you yeah, know what I'm saying I, I think it's just good to like be in motion like what's what's it called um uh, that's it begins with like an e it's uh it's like whenever you work out when you move your muscles there's uh, there's like your body really oh endorphins endorphins yes yeah like Whenever you're moving around, endorphins move around your body, and yeah. so then that makes you happy. It makes me feel like it makes me feel like I'm I feel less guilty to like I don't know not work out because I know I'm gonna work out at least twice a day for 10, 15 minutes. That's, you know that's, what I'm saying? that's literally how I've been thinking about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like if I if I'm if I end up working later, I just don't make it to the gym. I'm like, hey, I at least got 30 minutes of exercising right. <laughs> today. Okay. This is okay. So like the whole like Meridian area, so like weird. like <laughs> has all these like so this like where all these condos used to be used to be the uh, Mary Mary uh, um, Mary Lee Henderson, Mary Henderson, Mary what's her Mary Foot Henderson? Mary Foot Henderson. No, I think like there, but this whole like area used to be um, a large castle estate. Oh okay. And the I, I believe the story is that let's go the castle estate was one of the prominent like party houses in the city right and when the foundation started to go under and they didn't have enough money to fund the estate anymore the owner of the property next door quickly purchased the building and demolished it because he hated listening to all the parties going that's, dude, that's, <laughs> that's the cool history of 16th street like these houses like all these awesome row houses that cost like 10 million dollars like yeah i just imagine the like the political elite in like the 20s through the 50s like pre-world war ii or like you know people having like awesome parties you know what i'm saying like it kind of like 18th street lounge now but like yeah yeah but like in someone's private house with like all kinds of awesome shit and like that's where all the deals were made you know what i mean Is now it, it's just like it's, it's just like embassy houses where like one person like comes every couple months you know what I'm saying? Is that is that what's going on at, at the 18th Street Lounge? That was where. No, I just it's just like one of the few bars in DC where you can walk on like up four floors and you feel like you're going to like different rooms and like you're at a house party. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I get. I, it almost makes me feel, and this is such like like a kind of a weird reference, but it makes me think of um, uh, Interview with a Vampire, the movie. I've never like, seen that. Like one of those Southern Louisiana parlor rooms, right? With the like the deep red scarlet couches and. And the wooden detailing around the room. There's just like there's a sense of there's like a sense of um, kind of mystique or like mystery or like right. old timiness about the rooms. I don't know, yeah, but like it's crazy that all of these buildings up and down 16th Street um, were like million dollar operations, and then now that's how much a row house is. Oh, I mean, yeah, more than that most most of the time. But it's cool to like see, like a, literally whatever embassy that is. That's like someone, it's something an embassy residence or an embassy. Like they're just peppered in between private re residences. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yes. 
I wonder what the review process is of like buying a house next to an embassy. You probably have to go through so much security clearances. Do you think so? Probably. Like, if you can share, like, wouldn't that be the perfect plot of a movie? Like, a, like an assassin buys the house next door and just tunnels through the wall and like kills the president and like patches the wall back up. Like, I, was, I was, so I was, I was actually literally just thinking about that kind of scenario last week. So, when I was taking my students to uh, one of the site visits, like field sketching visits at the uh, Freer Gallery. Right. I like whenever whenever I do one of these site visits, I always try to get there like a half an hour before them, so I can walk. Yeah. Walk the uh, walk the gallery right. and and um, walk the gallery and check out like all the spaces and be like oh I could draw the students could draw a section of this space or they could cut through the courtyard or we could do like a section perspective over here right. and so I like I'm always casing casing like the joint before I before all the students arrive and and so <laughs> I know that there's like an underground tunnel between the freer and the new extension that they just built. Right. And so I'm there about a half an hour early and I'm walking around and I just go up to one of the, the kind of like the gallery um, uh, assistants and I'm just like, hey, like, how do I get through the underground tunnel to the other like building? And the woman's like, oh, well, you, you go through this elevator, you go down through this like pathway. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. But, but so I'm like literally trying to figure out this like underground hidden condition like looking through all these like conference rooms and and then you got lost and yeah i'm lost and i'm just like walking around but it just it was one of those moments where i i was feeling like if this was in in like the born identity movie or something like that there would be there would be i would be the guy who would have been hired nine months before to pretend that i was a teacher so that i could walk through this gallery to figure out right. the, the weak point in the wall and like if somebody asked me about it i was like oh no i was like i, my, my, my I literally signed i get paid like, to uh, teach this class <laughs> yeah <laughs> i know the perfect crime exactly so i'm thinking i'm thinking we can walk because the railway is towards it's over towards 17th and 18th right it's yes. part it's, it's 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 the other side of the white house yeah so what we're going to do is we're going to end up going west hello puppy up, <laughs> we're going to we're going to end up going going west hidden Adams, lower part of Adams Morgan go yeah, south yeah. and then we'll go back east a little yeah, bit yeah but right on, right on 18th on Adams Morgan there's a bunch of cool little spots there maybe we can stop at one yeah i like it i like this stretch up here I think that, that lady behind us wanted to know why we had microphones. Did you hear her? Well, if she wants to know so bad, she can she can talk to us and ask. Yeah, there's some girl. She's just like, "Why do you have a microphone?" What should we actually tell people if they, if like? I don't I don't know. I like I should think we. She was ever recording like a pro Trump podcast. Yeah, it was just, I, I was I was just walking down by the mall because um, like all the cherry blossoms just bloomed, and oh, so yeah. my. It's such a it's such a like random occurrence. Like, I went home for Easter, um, Easter Sunday, and I was hanging out with my uncle Larry. And he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna be in D.C. on Tuesday." Oh yeah. And I was like, "Really?" And he's like, "Yeah, I'm taking uh, taking Kaylee to the to like a YouTube um, like concert event that's happening at the Lincoln, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna be there." I was like, "Oh, let's like let's hang out." And he's like, "Oh, that'd be great because literally I was just gonna walk around D.C. for six hours." Oh, that's sick. So I usually try to avoid the cherry blossoms this time of year. It's pretty anti DC because it's so crowded. Oh, it's ab- it was absolutely <laughs> so crowded. I know. It's like like I, I I found him. Um, oh shit, that would be bad. Yeah, bread, <laughs> bread and butter around this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I found like he he dropped them off at the Lincoln. I, I I found him on U Street. 
we walked to walk down through the the cherry blossoms and everything like that but everybody kind of descended on the capital and you can completely tell who's a tourist oh and, my god I and know. who lives here and we could, yeah there's we, a whole bunch of people with like make america great again we hats actually on. we actually went to the uh cherry blossoms like two years ago we went in like at midnight and at nighttime when no one was there it was really quiet yeah you kind of see you could you can like obviously you couldn't see the cherry blossoms as well as well but it was like a kind of really nice like atmosphere you know what i'm saying yeah there was nobody there literally nobody was there it's it's, it's pretty a, cool it's a very like the 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 basin is like a very interesting um like place in dc because i like it's so it it, it always surprises me how like to the lengths that we go to Shit. to have balconies and railings and and all these like safety yeah and there there's there's nothing there you can fall right in yeah exactly like there's only like a like a 10 foot sidewalk and anybody can be pushed in and then like you'd you'd be done like there's no ladder for like 200 feet you'd be done (laughs) yeah you'd be be done it's like that's it there's no (laughs) you get immediately eaten by like a crocodile or something. Yeah, it's the DC alligators. Wait, so if someone if someone does ask us what we're doing, what should we tell them? We well, we gotta say, say well, we have we, new, we've come here to interview you. We have a new podcast called Saturday Walkabouts. Yes. <laughs> Be like, actually, um, I'm uh, Jad Abmrad, Radio Lab. <laughs> what's what's uh what's the other guy, Jad Abmrad and um uh, Nick Krolwick or uh, what's his name? Um, Krolowicz, Robert Krolowicz. Yeah, Robert Krolowicz, yeah. He, but he's like a 65-year-old man. Yeah. You're yeah, like I'm, uh, I'm chunt with uh, six T's. <laughs> yeah. Have I'm you been uh, listening lately to Hello from Magic Tavern? I've actually, I've been taking a little bit of a break with yeah. that. Yeah, I, I like, I, I feel very loyal to it. Like, I don't, yeah. I, at some point, I'm going to binge listen. They started season two of Offices and Bosses, though. Have you listened to that? No. Offices and Bosses? You never no. listened to it? No, no, no. You know no. that you know they played that game once? It's called Offices and Bosses? Yeah, where they reversed all the roles. And instead yeah. of yeah. them being mystical creatures, they're pretending that they work in an office, right? They, they have a whole season. They have a whole podcast called <laughs> Offices and Bosses on Stitcher Premium, I think, only. But I yeah, have but you have, to, you have to pay for it, right? And it's like, yeah, it's like a side offshoot thing. They had one season. They just started a second one. It's pretty funny. Yeah? <laughs> wait, wait, like, I don't... So they work in an office. What's the... Like, what's the whole sick? Like, what are they trying to do? They act like that's a fantasy world. So, like, everything that happens is so ridiculous. Like, the you know, they're just, like, they. it's like a D&D game. They call it, like, O&B. And they basically have, like, power-ups and, like, certain, like for certain things. Like, you know, I, I, it's really, like, one's an accountant. One's, like, the boss's son. And one's, like, a... And they're like, oh, well, like you have you have like fast finger markups to ten percent. Like you you do this, and you really roll a dice. Like you're gonna need to roll at least a ten to type that as fast as you can. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like really dumb, but it's it's funny. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Do you that, ever do you ever walk down the street? Nah, I think I I think I've maybe been through here like once. Like I I've definitely been to the upper part of it where the like insomniac cookies and. And right. like, oh, like yeah. literally, like literal downtown Adams oh, Morgan. It's actually really, really nice pocket right down here. Like these, this, like these four or five bars. Well, look at look at the white one on the right. That looks almost exactly like Provisions. Like yeah. They could be they could be like twins. It's also like the hub of the gay bar scene in D.C. Is it really? Oh well, yeah, one of the, it's like a, this is this right here is a very very big, big spot for the gay community. Have you ever seen the M Street Barbies? I don't think so. So on M Street, there's literally just like this this townhouse. And whoever lives there, every month they take 
Barbie dolls, and they just arrange them oh, yeah, as this like little like you I know like people that walk around. No, 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 yeah, it's just like a, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, a little. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we talked about this. But what's 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 the, the you know how there's like a nativity scene, and like the M Street Barbies are literally that. They're just like a little little constructed, <laughs> That's weird as fuck. little constructed, um, like scene, like stage set of Barbies just doing whatever they're doing. <laughs> Have you ever been to this place? I've never been, but I always wanted to go. It's like Tex-Mex. It's called uh, L'Oreal. L'Oreal, like the cool like the shampoo L'Oreal. Yeah. I'm not sure. There's actually a lot of really awesome restaurants down here. I've only been to a couple of them. Yeah, I feel like there is a lot of really great stuff, Ams Morgan to Dupont area, and I'm just never on this side of the city. Yeah, this actually we went to an Italian restaurant down here. I forget what it's called, but it was super good. But there's like there's five or six restaurants down here that are like really really nice. I, I feel like where I go in the city is highly dependent on where my friends live. Right. And the majority of my friends are either in Columbia Heights or they're over on M Street. Right. Or like the Shaw area or... Yeah. Well, everyone lives in Columbia Heights and Shaw now. Yeah. And so like I just, I don't have, I, yeah, I just don't have people over in the DuPont area. Like that's where, now Natalie works over in that area, but like she goes to work and then she comes back. Right. Like, there's no reason... To, like stay out in that area. Well, maybe we should try, please. Yeah. What are What are we near? Oh, Sean. Sean and I. Sean and I had like an interesting scenario where, when we were flying, um, overseas to go for the Scandinavia trip. Right. We were on the plane and we ended up meeting. This was a really funny story of we we're sitting in the airport, in one of the gates, and this beautiful girl in this blue dress comes over into our gate and she sits down. And I turn over to Sean, and I'm like, Sean, we're gonna talk to that girl. And Sean's like, You're ridiculous. You like, we're not, we're not we gonna. We should have Sean on the show. We absolutely should friend have Sean. Of the, friend <laughs> of the pod. Yeah, we'd we'd have him and all of his voices. And <laughs> like, no, but so so he's like, You're not gonna talk to that girl. And I was like, I'm totally gonna talk to that girl. Watch this. We got a light. At least we have evidence if I got hit by a car of what happened. Yeah, I think he just wanted to hit us because we had a microphone. He's just jealous. <laughs> but now, so so, I was like, we're totally, I'm, we're totally gonna talk to that girl. So, then the the like the over, um, the intercom calls us for the flight, and Sean's like, oh, Mr. Chance, and I was like, hey, flight's not over yet. We're in the we're in the flight, and just so happens that she's in the like the seats just right next to us. <laughs> and we sit down, and I look over at Sean, and I was like, we're gonna talk to this girl, and Sean's like. I like I don't understand your luck. Like you're ridiculous. <laughs> and so we're sitting there, and there's these like in-flight games. And you played against her? Yeah, exactly. So so like I turn on one of these in-flight like flight games, and I see that she is playing the same game, and so I join the multiplayer. Oh my god. Kind of like, like a scene in a bad comedy. It's the worst. It's the worst kind of comedy. And and like go go wide. Wide. That's and no no just in the come back in. Huh. Um. But uh, so we're playing. We're playing this like on-flight game. Well, how did the story start? I don't know. I just decided to tell a story. Oh, okay. So so we're playing and we're like neck and neck and neck and neck. And I was like, oh, I like should I beat her or should I let her win? Should I beat her or should I let her win? And we get to the very end and I was like, I'll I'll let her win. And she like squeaks past the finish line and she goes yes. 
and like right when she like says yes out loud, I was like, oh, is that you? <laughs> oh my god! And, and what a terrible strategy! And, and, and now she's my wife. Yeah, no. and we've been we've been dating for thirty five years. <laughs> no, and so, but she's she's like yes, and I was like oh that was that was you, and she's like yeah, and she's like you almost beat me, and I was like yeah, I really wanted to too, and and <laughs> and so, I, we started like striking up a conversation with her, and. Like talking about where we're all gonna visit. I was telling her about Rome and like sketching up some places where she could go, right. everything like that. And we had this like great like flight and hanging out. And we get to our um, what is, what is it like uh, hostel? Not not the hostel like the intermediate flight place like when you oh, layover. Layover. Yeah, so we get to our <laughs> we get to our layover um, airport and we and she has to go. She's going somewhere else. Say goodbye. But like the like six months later after we finished. Um, all the study abroads and everybody got jobs and everything like that. We ended up, um, like shooting her a message and she drove in from Virginia and like, we all hung out. Really? Yeah. Like down. What was her name? Um, <laughs> no, no, I, I totally remember her name. Oh, uh, well, no, thanks no, to no. no, it's Sabrina. Um, but no, she, like, she came, she came in, but so we, I, I guess I started the story because you asked, you asked if I had ever been um, to any of these restaurants down here. But this is where we went. Sean, <laughs> that was the origin of that? That was the origin of the story. Wow. Is that Sean worked down the street from a lot of these restaurants. And that was one that he would go to all the time. And oh, so just like Sean. Not Sean. Not Sean. No, uh, no, no. My, my, oh, okay. Our Sean it. that we graduated okay, with. Okay, like, like, like. Oh, he, he worked down here? Yeah, he worked for Bonstra for a real long time. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And so, so like. Apropos of nothing, he just like picks this place and and we end up just hanging out there and like having a good old time. But huh. yeah, that's why I told the story. Cool. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, thank you, thank you, sir. I feel I, like I feel like it's only a matter of time before someone says hello. I, I yeah. Well, that one girl tried. I I think it's we have a we have like a pretty good pace going. Right. And so it, it looks like we're like we we have like a a destination. So which we do. It would totally, it would, I, I, I bet everybody who's walking past us is saying to themselves, hey, look at those, look at those two guys with microphones. I feel like the people I don't, that, I don't want to interrupt them. The people that work for Vice have the coolest job. They just like go down to like the rallies and like they just have this set up and talk to people. That would be so fun. Did you, did you go to the, um, uh, what no, was the, the, the March? March for Our Lives? No, I yeah. had an exam that, that next day or something. Yeah, no, I was, I had to like travel back home as well. Huh. Look, the American Mathematical Society. Oh, that's very nice. That's the cool thing about DC. You're just like, oh, there's the society of, you know, the whole nation for math. No, oh, they got, they got, yeah, they got two whole buildings just hanging out there. They're, yeah. Oh, um, whenever I look out the window at work, I look down the street cool. at a uh, a building that is the Air Traffic Controllers Association of America. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay. Ed, like everybody who's controlling our airs, is they make just, the interns stand on the roof and just do this the whole time. Yeah, when everybody when like when the day starts and everybody is trying to come in the front door, they got the two interns with the lighted glow sticks filtering everybody in. You don't want you don't want anybody <laughs> to crash. That would be the that would be the worst. You so know, you know, I, you know, the one of the greatest kind of life gifts I ever received was my old roommate. Her brother 
The Embassy of Malaysia. All right, yeah, it's, right, it's right here. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. No, my, my old roommate, Kathleen, uh, her brother did a lot of improv, and we were all sitting around, like, out at a bar somewhere, and we were talking about, like, how you actually do improv, and uh, Billy was just telling us that it literally is as simple as just yes and. Whatever, whatever <laughs> anybody's talking about or whatever anybody's trying to do, you just take that and you just build off of it. And I think that's like the greatest gift that you could give any awkward like thirteen year old. That's why I love I love improv podcasts like Spontaneous Nation with uh, Paula Tompkins. I don't know if you've heard that one. No, dude, it's so good. He like he he just has a couple guests on and they just do a completely like one hour or so improvised like like scene or something. Like it's like the previous guest they do like a ten minute interview with like a guest to promote something in the beginning, and then that guest like gives like a a setting based off of like the conversation they just had. Yeah. So say that guest was like from the Midwest, like he, and then, and then like the setting would be like at a four, at a four H or a cow, you know, farm in the Midwest. And they just like start doing an improv podcast like immediately. Yeah. But they have like four or five people on there and then it goes like in any direction. And it's really, really funny. And what, what's it called? Spontanea nation, like spontaneous nation, spontaneous nation. Yeah. But it's really good. Cause he does a monologue in the beginning for like, probably two or three minutes that's completely improvised and it's just like he starts just talking randomly about stuff it's really really funny what's what's like the craziest place that they went uh, all the places are pretty mundane but they take them a lot of crazy directions i think that's the point you have a mundane place and then they start doing something ridiculous did i did i ever tell you about the time that that natalie and i went to that ridiculous improv troupe Yo, yeah over, over in in um uh what's what's it called like blight brighton brighton that's a place in the city right Blight. Bloomington? Bloomington, yes. <laughs> Man, I feel I feel like I am so close to all these words. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. It's fine. <laughs> no, so so Natalie was having like a really rough week at work. And so um, I texted her and I was like, look, just just come home. I got us tickets. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go out, we're gonna have fun, we're not gonna think about anything. Let's just uh, let's just like have a fun evening. She's like, all right, all right, all right. So she, like, I, like, get on my computer, and I have, like, no idea, like, what I'm going to get those tickets for. I just know that I'm going to find something. <laughs> You're like, events in D.C. <laughs> exactly. And, and like, trying to buy tickets, like, an hour before, like, things start is just impossible. <laughs> yeah. But so I, I like, look Can't up. that popular. Yeah, know. yeah. But so I'm looking, like, at all the different theaters and everything like that. And there's one place that still has tickets, and it's this improv group in in uh, what is it, Brighton? Is that what we just right. said? No, no. Bloomington. Bloomington. Bloomingdale. <laughs> Bloomingdale. Okay, so it's this it's this uh, improv group in Bloomingdale, and I was like, all right, this is this is gonna work. So I get us tickets. We go we go down to the uh, to Bloomingdale. We'd like we're a little bit early. Go grab a drink, something like that, and we go we go into this like row house like gallery type space but it's got a whole bunch of chairs set up and then just like a blank wall on one side where we're right. like okay that's where all the improvs are going to take place and we're sitting in there a couple other people like shuffle in and this older gentleman is like all right we're gonna go through a couple of different improv groups they learned improv earlier this day oh they pull people from that was the one that's like the eight hour class and at the yep. end of the day you go okay yeah yeah I know yep. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and then it's like and then after we do a couple of those the main event will come on and we're gonna have a great night and so we're sitting there the there's like 20 of us in all these seats and 
the first uh, kind of group gets called up, and um, it's like a like five person group, and they're out there, they're doing their thing. It's kind of like, kind of funny, kind of awkward, and stuff like that. <laughs> We're like, oh, that's, that's really funny. And then they finish, and they sit back down, and they kind of join us in the watching in the, the actual people like, do like the watching they're watching the actual like like the whole thing happening. And then the guy's like, all right, the next group is going to come up. And then we notice the second group is getting up from the seats that we're kind of sitting in. <laughs> so the, the 20 people who are like in this room, five people got up to the first act. Another five people got up. And we're realizing that all these acts that are going up are just being pulled from the audience. <laughs> and then little did you know, you were an act the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we were doing like a little count and we realized that... It was literally, it was literally just Nally and I, and what we think was like two, two people's like parents, right, sitting in the audience, and literally everybody, everybody else that was like in the, um, in the audience were people who were performing that night, <laughs> except you, except <laughs> us. one of those tickets open stuff. So. Yeah. Dude, are people like just out and about right now, like yeah. hardcore at the bars? Like it's like this three o'clock. Like people are just like, I guess it's the. That's kind of the DuPont lifestyle, you know. Yeah, we're gonna cross. We're gonna make it. Yeah, we'll make it. We got we got like six whole seconds. We got all the time in the world. Yeah, I mean that's the vice president like office or like the administrative offices right there. That's like one of my favorite buildings because it has it probably has the, there's the same amount of columns on that building as there are in the entire city. Right. <laughs> like like it's yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's like the entire building decided that they were on like column steroids. Yeah. So what should we do? Should we? I don't think we should record inside. No, I don't, little, yeah, I don't know if that's like an appropriate thing little, to do. That would be a little inappropriate, I think. Yeah, Hello? yeah. The like. <laughs> hey, <laughs> what's up, guy? <laughs> They're like, you know, it's really interesting recording out here as opposed to, like, back in Ams Morgan and and Columbia Heights, like because the scale is like a little bit more sterile and and plain. Like, do you feel like? Like there's a lot more attention on us now here yeah, than I like. Yeah, there's so much more people are like looking at us like weirdly down here. <laughs> yeah, like in the neighborhoods, it was very, it was very like comforting, like the scale was smaller, yeah. and everybody seemed like a little bit friendlier. And now, there's there's like more of a presence of like who the who are these fools? Because most people here are tourists, or people that don't live here that are looking for something to look at. Yeah. But most people in the neighborhoods were kind of just going about their day. Yeah, like literally whenever I'm in the neighborhoods, I'm just like not thinking about anybody else around me. I like how we branded this as the neighborhoods now. Is that a thing? Is it? Like, like that's, that's, that's literally how I think of the city. I think yeah. of like Columbia Heights and Ams Morgan and, and like Shaw and, and yeah. like it, even M Street. I think of all those places as neighborhoods. And then downtown is just this kind of like... Just like sterile wasteland. <laughs> I mean, there's some good quality. We shouldn't be bashing our own city in the, in the whole time. But. Yeah, I mean, it's like... No, but I get what you're crit saying. Critical of it. It's like a giant alien ship landed here. Yeah. With a bunch of Lego blocks. That's a cool statue. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that statue. La I've seen this building like a ton of times. La Pan Quotidian. The, the Tidian? La Pan Quotidian. Ah. That's a cool statue. I wonder if that's new. Who do you who do you think that is? Is that like like a like a priestess know. or does Harry she Tubman. does she play like softball? 
<laughs> Those are my two choices. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Probably says on here. It's pretty cool. I guess like a lot of it's probably the reflection. Let's see who it is. Michelle Riley. Interesting. Oh, that was a Burning Man. Look at that. This is part of the skull. This is the beginning. Is this really? Yeah. Oh, like, snap. Is some of the stuff outside? It might be. I mean, that's like part of how, how like the whole existence of these sculptures is. Oh, wow. It's, yeah, it's kind of good that we walked here. Wait, what? So this, uh, what, how much of it is actually inside? So on the inside, there's a, um, like a mushroom sculpture that's well, I don't like want to know it's in there. Oh, tell me it's in there. You just what you've seen on pictures. All right, so maybe this is a good time to pause it, and then we'll, we can re or we want to keep going. Let's let's pause it because yeah, we're gonna go inside to all, all the stuff. Okay. All right, let's do it. All right, all right. part two coming later. Oh wow, she went from the gallery to the gallery. Yeah, that's dope. Oh, that's
was dressed as a blah blah blah, yeah. like black something dominatrix. Hey everyone, Ken and I just wanted to thank you again for listening to the episode. The Table Sessions podcast is produced and edited by me, Austin Raymond, and Ken Filler, and is a product of The Table Sessions Media, a collaborative platform for audio, visual, and written content. Our theme music was created by Dan Filler. You can find more from Dan on bandcamp.com, such as his album, As the Soil Turns Red. If you like what you heard, you can visit our website, thetablesessions.com, to check out our full range of content. You can also follow us on Instagram at Table Sessions, where we post photos and content from each episode. Also, if you'd like to support our cause in more tangible ways, you can visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash thetablesessions for exclusive updates and more. Thanks again for joining us, and we'll see you again next episode.